Hey there, I just want you guys to know that it's okay not to believe everything that you feel. This is your man, Dr. Usher, coming at you live, and I'm going to remind you one more time that everything you feel may not be from God, and it may not be true, because every now and then, we have feelings and emotions that come through our mind, and it sways us to believe and think and feel things that just may not necessarily be true. And I need for you guys to understand that you cannot base and live your life by your emotions, by your feelings, because feelings come and go. If you live your life by your emotions, you're going to be on a roller coaster ride for the rest of your life. And what I want you to do is I want you to get off that roller coaster, get off the roller coaster ride of emotions and learn how to walk by faith. See, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Another way of interpreting that is this. We walk by faith and not by our feelings. Because you got to understand that faith and walking by faith has nothing to do with how you feel. Yes, you may feel sick, but the word of God says you're healed. You may feel anxious, but the word of God says the peace of God will surpass all understanding. So no matter how you feel, you need to learn how to ignore. Listen to me. I didn't say suppress. You need to learn how to ignore how you feel and choose to walk in obedience to the word of God. That's the first thing you need to do, because check this out. The Bible says in Romans chapter eight. And it says in verse five, for they are after the flesh and do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit mind the things of the spirit. Now I want you to hear this one more time because I'm going to slow it down and I'm going to stop at one word. For they that are after the flesh, or for those people who walk after the flesh, mind the things of the flesh. Mind. Your emotions are located where, people? In your mind. So if you are of the flesh, you're going to follow your feelings. You're going to follow your emotions. And the Word of God is saying, hey, if you follow your feelings, you're walking in your flesh. Because your flesh is going to deceive you every time. And so what the Bible is telling you to do is walk after the Spirit. Now, how do you walk after the Spirit? Well, the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, happiness, tenderness, meekness, gentleness, faith, and long-suffering. Long-suffering. And sometimes you have to suffer along with your emotionals, emotional state of being, your, your feelings and the things you're feeling. Sometimes you got to suffer with it. But let me tell you a secret. Let me tell you something that I do. Now, I struggle with emotional issues. I think we all do. I don't think there is nobody on the planet, especially after COVID, that does not have zero emotional issues. We all are going through something. And let me tell you something. Every now and then, you may have this thought of depression. It just comes upon you like this heaviness, this blanket that just jumps on you. Or you may have these thoughts and feelings of sadness or or anxiety, or or just your mind is racing like crazy. Okay, let me tell you what you can do. Because I'm going to explain to you something. The Bible says that you are a spirit, soul, and body. Did you hear that? You are a spirit, soul, and body. And so what I want you guys to understand is that when you are 
walking in your flesh. The Bible says your flesh has desires. But you got to also understand that you are a spirit and you have a soul and you live in that body. So your spirit, the real you, has the ability to make the body do whatever it wants to do. You may not can stop the body from feeling things, but you can stop the body from responding to things. For example, if you are having depressed emotions coming through your, your mind or anxiety or depression or sadness, whatever, this is what you can do. And this is to prove to you that you have authority over your flesh because the Bible gives you authority. What you can do is instead of giving way to your emotions and allowing your flesh to react in, in how it feels, do me this one thing. Smile. Right now where you are, I want you to practice exercising dominion over your flesh, and I just simply want you to smile. If you can smile right now, that is 100% proof that the Word of God is true, that you have dominion over your flesh, and your flesh does not have dominion over you. Now, if you're feeling depressed and sad right now, what I want you to do is smile. You tell your body in your head, Say, hey, you may feel depressed, but my spirit doesn't feel depressed. My spirit doesn't feel sadness. And I'm not going to allow this body that I live in to succumb to that feeling. So we're not going to walk around looking sad face. We're not going to walk around crying. We're not going to walk around looking all doom and gloom with our head hanging down. We're going to stand up straight up, look up, smile, and put our shoulder back, and we're going to move forward. And you make your body Walk in obedience to the word of God because you have the ability to do that. God gave every human being that ability. Let me tell you about a story. Many years ago, well, almost 30 years ago, um, when I was new into psychology, I used to work as a caseworker for um, crisis management for people with psychological issues that were, you know, dealing with issues in the community. And there was this one lady that was sitting on top of a bridge and they called me in to you know, hey, uh, we got a lady on the bridge. She's one of your clients. We need you to come talk her down. And I, I was like, wow, <laughs> it's three in the morning. I got to go talk a lady off a bridge. So I, I go and uh, to this bridge and uh, I, I just look at her and I say, what are you doing? She says, I just want to die. I don't want to live anymore. I want to die. And I said, uh, so you want to jump and die. Why? What are you feeling right now? I feel sad. I feel depressed. I feel like there's no hope. And I just want to end all my pain and suffering. And I said, uh, so you are aware that it's like a hundred foot drop and odds are you're going to have a lot of pain or be in a lot of pain when you hit the ground and you're just not going to immediately die. And she's like, I'm not. I'm like, no, ma'am. This is only a hundred feet. Y'all, I know y'all thinking I'm crazy, but I was at a point in my career at that time where I was like, I was as tired of these people always trying to kill themselves. So I, I went crazy right along with them. I, they got delusional, I got delusional. <laughs> you know, and I don't encourage anybody to do that, but that's just, I'm just being honest, that's how I dealt with the situation. And she looks at me, she's like, well, I don't want it to hurt. 
I'm like, well, if you're going to jump, it's going to hurt. What do you think it's going to be? Well, I thought it was just going to be over. I'm like, no, ma'am. It's not going to be over. Well, golly, well, what should I do? I said, why don't you just come on off that bridge, just get in the car and go to the office and, and see about your medication being adjustment. She's like, oh, okay. And a solution will resolve. And let me tell you something. In the midst of her psychosis, she was fully aware that if she landed, and hit that ground that she was going to be in pain. And she had enough survival, enough common sense, enough instinct to be like, wait a minute, if this is going to hurt, I don't want to do it. And she took control over her flesh, got herself down, and went back to the office. And we adjusted her medication. And I'm here to tell you that no matter how crazy you think you are, or how crazy the world thinks you are, or how bad or how horrible the situation may be. You have the authority in the name of Jesus. You don't even have to be a believer because God gave this to everybody on the planet. It's called free will. Nothing can override your free will. The devil can only trick you into yielding your will to do what he wants you to do, but he can't make you do nothing. Your flesh can't make you do nothing. Your emotions can't make you do nothing. Yes, you feel depressed, but guess what? The only way you can commit suicide or kill yourself is that if you yield your flesh over to that desire and you make yourself do it. But if you choose and you do have the choice not to do it, guess what happens? Nothing. Nothing will happen to you because you're choosing, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not about to kill myself because you know what's going to happen? 30 minutes or an hour later, you're going to be feeling different. You'll be feeling better, you know, whatever's happened in the past. Remember, man, emotions are like the wind. It comes and goes. It'll blow on you one minute and it won't blow on you next minute. And I'm telling you people, you cannot afford to live your life based on your emotions. And let me tell you another thing. If you're going to live your life emotion-free, and, and, and not emotion-free, but if you're going to live it off the roller coaster, and you're going to choose, okay, you know what, Raph? I'm tired of being on this anxiety roller coaster. Every time something happens, I'm getting anxious. I get worried. I get fearful. I'm just not going to do that anymore. Okay? This is what you need to do. If you're going to make that choice to... Grow your spirit. This is how you grow your spirit. And I just kind of got ahead of myself, but in order to override your flesh, you have to grow your spirit. Because your flesh has been growing uninhibited for however many years you're alive right now. If you're 30 years old, your flesh, you have been feeding, feeding, you have been feeding your flesh for 30 years. And you've been starving your spirit for 30 years. So let me tell you what happens. If you expect your spirit man, you the spirit, to be able to dominate your flesh easily after you've been starving it for 30 years, it's going to be a hard battle. Because yes, you have the ability to do it because God gave you the ability. But now you got to understand, your first time fighting against your flesh and not giving in to it is going to be a struggle. So now you got to learn how to feed your spirit man. See, you've been feeding your flesh the wrong music. You've been listening to that stupid music. You've been watching things on television, listening, watching movies, reading books, and being around people and just 
feeding your flesh garbage because that's what it wants. It wants garbage. It wants trash. It wants junk. And you've been giving it to it because maybe you didn't know any better. You went to a church maybe that didn't talk, teach you that it's, it's not okay to listen to cuss word music. It's not okay to go to bars and nightclubs. It's not okay to be whoring around and hooking up and having 10 partners here and there and everywhere. You know, maybe your church didn't tell you all that stuff, but now you know because I just told you. So now you know it's wrong. So what you need to do right now is now you need to build up your spirit, man. You need to build your spiritual muscles by feeding your spirit. So how do you feed your spirit? Through the word of God. The Bible says that the word of God is life. It's the bread of life. And so when you eat the bread of life or by reading it, you're feeding your spirit, man, and it gets stronger. And as your spirit gets stronger, it gets more dominance over your flesh. And the more dominance you get over your flesh, the more power you have to say no to temptations, to say no to your emotions, to say no to your feelings, to say no to your urges. I'm telling you, I've walked this battle. Dude, listen, people, I'm 50 years old. I've been walking in this victory for over 30 years. And, you know, sometimes when you're younger, you don't want to say anything about it because you're thinking, oh, man, if I, if I say something, then I'm a jinx it. Okay, guys, I don't care about jinx anymore. I'm 50. I've been living in victory for, for 30 years now. And it's like, whoa, if I know what I'm saying is true and I've been living it, then it would behoove me to tell you guys the secret. And my secret is starve the flesh, feed the spirit. Get your, prevent your flesh from eating the junk of the world. What the Bible says in, in 1 John, for all that's in the flesh is, for all this was, Love not the world, neither things that are in the world. For the, th the things that are in the world are the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And if you, if you starve your flesh of worldliness, of worldly things, and you begin to feed your spirit, the word of God, through the word, the Bible, through worship music, and you inundate yourself with spiritual things, the word of God and word music and, 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 and worship and around godly people that's going to speak the word of God over you. I'm telling you, you are going to have the victory. I'm not telling you something ain't, that ain't going to work. Guys, look, I've been on both sides of the fence here. I've been in the psychologist side where I've been the patient, you know, growing up and being diagnosed with all kinds of craziness. And then I've been on the opposite side where I've gotten the victory and I try to help other people get the victory and nobody believes me because psychology has tricked us into thinking that, oh, you can't will your way out of, out of uh, psychological issues. No, it's not about willing your way out of anything. You're not trying to suppress anything. What you're doing is you're taking dominion over your flesh. You cannot allow your flesh to take dominion over you. If you're dealing with anxiety, and you guys know how that feels. Oh, man, I remember the years I used to deal with anxiety. I, I can feel your pain. It's, it's a crazy experience. I'm going to tell you the first thing you do. The first thing you do when anxiety starts coming on is don't freak out. The first thing we do wrong, I remember the first time I had an anxiety attack. Man, I freaked out. I, and when you freak out, it makes it worse. Isn't that not true? <laughs> it freaks you out. It's like, man, what the heck is going on? My heart's pounding. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Oh, my God. Call 911. Call 911. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then you get to the ER and the doctor's like, ah, are you been, are you, have you been under stress? Yeah. I've been taking these exams. And um, I'm, yeah. yeah, you just need to relax. This is an anxiety attack. I'm like, oh. 
And so what I learned at that point was, hey, don't freak out. And when you train your body not to freak out, your body will learn, hey, okay, it's just anxiety. whoop de doo It'll get over it. Don't freak out. Then you take your mind off of the anxiety. Yes, your body's going to feel it. But this is what I want you to do right now. Some of you guys might be in a hospital sick in your bed. Some of you might be in your, in your room by yourself or whatever you're going through right now. This is what I want you to do no matter where you are right now, no matter what you're feeling right now, because some of you might be sick. I want you to imagine that you're sitting on the beach in Hawaii drinking your, pina, your virgin pina colada because we don't drink alcohol. So you're drinking your virgin pina colada. Now, in your thought right there, in that moment, in that position that you're in, where if you're sitting on a cot or sitting in a hammock and you're in that beach and you're just drinking and listening to the luau music, are you in any physical pain in that moment, in that, in that, in that location? I mean, yeah, I'm not saying in your physical body right now. I'm talking about go inside your mind and go to Hawaii, sit on the beach in Hawaii, and while you're sitting on that beach in Hawaii right now in your imagination, are you feeling any pain in your imagination? What's the answer? No, you're not. You want to know why? Because your spirit cannot feel pain. Only your flesh can feel pain. You're, you as a soul person, a spirit being, you have the ability to say, you know what? Even though I feel pain, even though I feel this, I don't have to respond to it. How many times have our grandparents and our parents wake, woken up early in the morning with back pain and they still got up and went to work? How many times did my grandfather even though he hurt his leg or something happened to him, he still went out on that tractor and plowed that field. How many times have you, you know, young lady, you had the worst cramps of your life, but you knew you had to be at work? How were you able to get up and go to work in the amount of pain that you were in? You might be having migraines. How is it that you was able to get up and, and go about your business, even though you was in a lot of pain? And some of you guys might be in debilitating pain. I understand that. But, you know, sometimes it's not as debilitating and you're still able to get up and go about your business. You're able to get up and use the bathroom or able to get up and drink some water or go eat. How is it that you're able to do that when you're experiencing so much pain? The secret is and the answer is your spirit, man. You, the spirit, have dominion over that flesh. Your job as a spirit being is to take care of that body. The body's job is not to take care of your spirit. You, the spirit, are in charge of taking care of that body. And so you make your body submit to the spirit, not the other way around. See, a lot of you guys totally didn't even think about the fact that you had a spirit and that you are a spirit being. And when this flesh dies and goes back into the ground, your spirit's going to live forever. And so now we get to the point of the message where I got to ask you, where is your spirit going to reside in eternity? Because one day we're all going to die. And where are you going to spend eternity? Because without Jesus Christ, without the power of the saving grace of Jesus Christ, you're going to bust hell wide open. And I don't want you to do that. I want you to make a conscious effort decision to call on Jesus in your own way and say, Jesus, save me. I repent of being a heathen, foolish, rebellious sinner. And I want you to come into my life Help me take dominion over my flesh through the power of your Holy Spirit. Help me to live for you. I'm telling you, when you give your life to Jesus 
and you totally surrender to him. I'm not talking about only on Sunday mornings or on Easter Sunday or on Christmas. When you totally give everything you are to Jesus, your mind, your will, and your emotions, your world is about to change. Your life is about to change. And I know that a lot of you young people are dealing with a lot of issues right now. And you're dealing with a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions. I feel like I'm this. I feel like I'm that. You know, you might be, you know, dealing with uh, sexual identity issues or gender identity issues. You might be dealing with sexual temptation. You might be dealing with drug addiction. Whatever the issue is, Pastor Raph, Dr. Usher is here to tell you right now that if you just give it all to Jesus and leave nothing for yourself, he will turn it into a 180 and flip your life upside down. Guys, I'm going to have to be honest with you at this point in the message that I cannot regret following Jesus. The path that I had laid out for myself was trash compared to what Jesus gave me. I look at where I am today, everybody, and I look at all the hell I went through, and I'm just, I'm just thankful for the fact that Jesus loved me enough to save me. I thank he gave I thank I thank him for giving me enough wisdom to totally give him everything that I had, which was nothing. I thought I had a whole life. I'm like, man, I'm giving up everything. I didn't have that thought. I didn't I didn't have that thought, man, I gotta give up the club, I gotta give up my girlfriends, I gotta give I didn't have that thought. I was at a point in my life, everybody, where I was like, okay, you know what? It's all or nothing. Jesus, take it all. Because whatever you can do that's better than what I'm doing. I'm, I'll take it. And guys, I look at all the, all, I mean, like I said, I look at all the hell that I went through, all the heartache. You know, I've been divorced before and I was married before. I was married and got divorced and I was saved during that time period. But I look at my life now that I'm 50 years old and I look back on it and I'm like, wow. I'm very, very, very grateful for everything that I went through. Because compared to what would have happened to me, God saved me from a hellacious lifestyle. A lot of my friends are dead. A lot of my friends are sick. A lot of my friends, a lot of people of my generation didn't make it. And here I am. I'm healthy, wealthy, wise. I'm, I'm here. And even if I wasn't healthy, wealthy, and wise, the fact that I'm here in the presence of a living God, and he's doing so many great things in my life, I can't help but be thankful for where I am. And I can't help but be thankful to you for listening to me. But I want you to experience this too. I want you to feel this same joy too. I just don't want this to be where you guys say, well, good, good for you, Raph. No, not just good for me. This can be good for you too. But you got to give Jesus everything. Well, I was born gay. Well, the Bible says you were born again. Well, I feel like I was born in the wrong body. Don't worry about it. The Bible says he made you a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things become new. So no matter what your situation is, God makes it new. And if you give him everything, you live your life according to what he tells you to do. And you, you tell everybody else, they can go to hell. You're darn skippy and you follow Jesus. You don't need that in your life. You don't need their hell in your life. You say, yeah, 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 I'm going to follow Jesus. You may not like me anymore, but that's okay. You can go to hell by yourself. I'm following Jesus. And that's where you guys need to be. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's, I just got to go. 
And I hope this message blessed you. If it did bless you, uh, visit drusher.com to check out some things that I've wrote, get some encouragement, or go to OMIinternational.org and donate to the ministry. But even if you don't donate to the ministry, I don't want your money if you feel like it's a thing that I'm doing this just for the money. I'm doing this because I want to see you get blessed. So don't even give me a dime. Don't give this Negro nothing. I just want you to hear what I'm saying and radically have your lives changed. Okay, people? Give Jesus everything. All or nothing. Okay? All right. I got to go. Love y'all. And remember what I always say. Do as much good as you can while you can. This is Dr. Usher, and I'll see y'all later.